Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of Shellheads, a TMNT podcast. We are your hosts, Jeff and Sergio. How's it going, Jeff? I'm Sergio. It's going quite well, uh, Sergio. I'm Jeff. <laughs> now that that's on the table, uh, I, we, I treated the, I treated the listeners to a, a, a bonus episode uh, over the weekend. Did you? I did. I did. I, I posted our the 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 episode that we did with the bear and the, the beard and the bear. Nice. The bear and the beard. Yes, that's how it goes. The bear and the beard. Put that on our feed uh, so our listeners could check out that uh, that cool little interview we did. Nice. Uh, that was so, a lot of fun. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Uh, I, I'm I'm always doing dumb stuff for that show, so uh, it's it, it's cool that that we both got to jump on there and talk about what we know, which happens to be Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Uh, the same thing that we're going to talk about today, Ninja Turtles. Surprising. Uh, it's it's <laughs> it's been a short week. Uh, we, well, it's only been a week since we talked last, so so we, we don't have too much, you know, deep, I- I- important news. Um, how was your how was your week been? Not bad, not bad. Got some takeout, you know. Um, doing doing good. Uh, I, I've seen you over by the warp zone, so you've been you've been getting out of the house more. Yeah, fully vaccinated. Um, you know, had a eye appointment the other day that took care of that you know just getting getting more stuff done um sure you have a backlog of it seeing as you've been basically quarantined for a year and a half yeah it's so weird it's really weird because i was like i'll be driving my places like oh crap that wasn't there like wait when where that's new what is that you know (laughs) that's the thing mississippi the world just kind of kept moving while every everyone else was locked down, like like we we literally had businesses opening during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, had had a great new burger joint uh, open up downtown here, which I visited twice. Cool. Always oh, delicious. Always delicious. So okay, well I, my week has not been eventful at all. Oh. Uh. So I. I, I've got really nothing to add there, but uh, we, we do have our first segment. What's our first segment, Jeff? What's in Sergio's box? Okay. I lied. I did have an eventful week. There's stuff in Sergio's box. <gasps> You're lying to the, the, not the viewers, the listeners. Uh, Sometimes it's for dramatic effect. So it, it is dramatic effect. Yeah. It, it's so, you know, it's allowed. I'll allow it. I'm the host. That's right. The first thing, uh, first thing I got is something I've been, literally been waiting on since September. I think September is when I ordered it. Uh, I ordered it directly from NECA, and they finally shipped it out. The, what is it? The uh, Leatherhead and Slash 2-pack. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's one of those that I missed at retail, and they, you know, allowed me to pre-order it. Uh, not realizing it was going to be eight months later that they would ship it. But, hey, they shipped it. And it arrived. It was in perfect condition. So I'm happy that I got it. You, you know what? You know what is really cool? What's that? When cardboard boxes do their job. That is very cool. Because you know, you know, you ship things and you, you're just kind of giving them to a carrier, trusting them not to break, you know, break anything inside of it. Oh lord. And you know, so it's been stories. raining. It's been raining all week. Yeah. And so they delivered 
this uh, this box from NECA. It was I think it was DHL. DHL then gave it to the post office. Uh, and when they put it on my porch, like the bottom corner of it or the like a whole the whole right side of it was a little moist. Ooh. Yeah, like noticeably like a different color wet. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. But I opened it. And the cardboard box soaked up all the water and none of it got through. Nice. Was there uh, internal packing? No, there, there was there, there 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 wasn't any kind of weatherproofing, yeah. but there there was you know, like a uh, bubble wrap, you know. Yeah. But it, it's it's not like bubble wrap is impervious to water unless it's nice and taped down real good, which it wasn't. You know, it's right. The, the cardboard box did its job. I'm just saying. Yeah. So check that one off my list. Uh, in the also also oh th- this I didn't get in the mail. But uh, I was at Target, and I also picked up the the, the, the Punk Frogs two-pack. You finally found them. Yeah, I found it in the wild at a Target. Uh, and I think I figured it out. I figured it out, Jeff. Okay. Our NECA representative for our local Target, I'm pretty sure he works either Friday nights or Saturday mornings. Mm-hmm. Because typically when I find stuff, I find it Saturday mornings. Very nice. So I know when I'll be going to Target now, because every time I go on Saturday mornings, there's there's all kinds of stuff. So that's cool. Uh, they also had uh, one of the Target exclusive Splinter Pop figures. Ooh. I didn't realize those were already out, but now there's already one in my house. So that's fantastic. Yeah, it was it was it was a very fruitful visit to the Target. Uh, and I. I get what they're doing. Like th- this, this, this splinter looks like a little chibi version of the original Playmates toy. So it's 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 really good. It it, it looked weird in, in in the pictures. Looks great in person. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and 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 the the last thing, the last thing. This one was in my was in my mailbox, and it's something I've been. Well, it didn't fit in my mailbox. It was on my porch. Doesn't matter. Something I've been I've been waiting for for quite some time. Uh, listeners of the show might remember that months ago. I submitted two different comic books to CGC to be graded or signed and graded by one uh, Kevin Eastman. Very cool. And the first of the two books came in. Uh, it was a co- it was like the th- retailer incentive blank version of or, or blank variant of number fifty one of the IDW run. Which coincidentally is the first appearance of Jenica well before things happened to her, but it's the first appearance of that character. And uh, the Kevin Eastman remark on it looks wonderful. Those of you who follow us on Instagram uh, probably have already seen it because I could not wait to post an image to our Instagram. Did you see it, Jeff? Uh, yes, I did. It's it's wonderful. It's exactly where I wanted him to put it. I, I like. It, it, I, I put a little note. Hey, draw it in the middle. Can you draw it in the middle? Because I really want it in the middle. Because I'd I had seen that same book with it drawn on the bottom, and it just looked real wonky. Like front and center. Your remark looks wonderful. Yeah, it's like when I get people to sign stuff. Like I have specific, like certain photos. Like I'm like, oh, can you sign in the bottom left corner or the bottom right corner? Because just the way that, you know, whatever image that is of whatever character or actor or whatever, 
it just flows nice, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the ne- the next step is uh, getting that tattooed on me somewhere. Uh, the butt. No. 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 Then no one will see it. I don't show anybody my butt. The, the wife. Yeah, but she's not going to be down. I was like, oh, nice tattoo. No, like I need Who's people ball? to see this thing, man. And no one wants to see my butt. Just, just for the record, I'm not even sure my wife wants to see my butt. So, uh, yeah, I don't. I haven't decided where it's gonna go yet, but I think I'm gonna keep it green because he signed it green, and I like the fact that it's green. So I think I'm gonna get it green. Uh, that's what's in Sergio's box. Mm-hmm. Um, they have not shipped my my uh, my graded volume one or yeah volume volume one second printing of number or third printing of number one. They haven't shipped that yet. Uh, I'm, I, I would assume that'll happen soon. The, the, the one that did come back came back as a 9.8. Very nice. So it was in, I knew it was going to come back very, very high. I don't think it's ever been out of the, the, the bag and board that it's in. So yeah. Or that it was in. Yeah. Jeff, uh, what's next? And now time for the news. Fantastic. Okay. Jeff, I've talked a lot so far. You so have. I'm going to let you take the news segments. All right. What's up? We've got it, – it's a little light this week, but we've got some good stuff. Um, we discovered that uh, Mondo Gecko from NECA uh, will not be coming by himself. Uh, he comes packed with Kerma. Uh, which was introduced in the Planet of the Turtleoids Part 1 episode. Um, the alien turtle from the planet Shell-Rilla. Okay, a few notes. I think we... I, I don't think this is news news, technically, but this is the first time we've really seen the packaging of it. And we've never really talked about Kerma on this show. So it counts as news for this show, but I think the great, the grander world knew that those were going to be packed together. I don't know. I, I didn't think, really, I didn't see that coming, honestly. Well, what's weird is it's an, it's technically an ultimate figure, Yeah. but it's also a two pack. Like, I mean, you know, killing two birds with one stone here. I, I guess it's, it's, it's a real weird thing. Cause for all intents and purposes, these characters have nothing in, like nothing to do with each other none whatsoever. Like, cause I don't think Mondo shows up like beyond one episode. It's uh, been a while. So I'm not 100% on that. Cause you know, cause we're, we're still cranking through those almost 200 episodes. So. <laughs> yeah. No, he makes more than one appearance, but to my knowledge, there is no overlap. Yeah. Like it's it's not like those two are known as some kind of ragtag duo. This is a, a buddy cop show. Yeah. Uh, but hey, you know, it, I never thought we'd get a Karma figure. I so he was not on my list of hey, we gotta get that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, and then you, we get you know a little peek at what you know comes with Mondo. Of course, he has his uh, rocket powered or gas powered skateboard. Uh, he's got a time bomb. Uh, looks to be a pre-mutation uh, mini 
version of himself and <laughs> two other pieces. I'm not sure what that like one looks like a bag and I can't tell what the other thing is. No, Mondo Gecko was a person who changed into a gecko. No. No, they were from the same pet shop. Remember how Michelangelo was having the dream? Then about? then then maybe they he has a different origin in the comics then. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz in the cartoon like they were supposed to be from the pe- same pet shop and uh that's cool. I'm definitely going to be getting him uh, at some point. Uh, they have not offered any kind of pre-order for him yet. No. So, hopefully that happens. What is our next set of of, of news? Well, uh, it's more figure stuff. Uh, Super 7 um, will be making all four uh, of their uh, turtles available uh, for those that missed out on the earlier uh, releases. And uh, if you guys remember from any of our other uh, previous episodes, uh, these are basically Playmates 2.0 with articulation. Yeah, yeah. Like, they look really, really good. Like, Super 7 is, like, one of the best out there uh, doing these uh, figures. And they come with different heads and all kinds of other stuff. And um, But they look, they look absolutely fantastic. And I think you can pre-order them. Yeah, you can pre-order them from... Uh, Directly from Super 7. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's it's... Apparently this this all came to be because you know they're announcing new figure after new figure after new figure in this line and everyone's like that's great but we want the turtles which is the you know eternal conundrum you have all these characters that no one wants all they want are the four turtles so you just re keep reprinting and re you know doing the turtles uh and they're like yeah let's just do it and you can pre-order the entire set of four for 180 bucks or uh, if you missed out on a single turtle or a couple turtles, uh, you can order each one of them individually for 45 bucks a piece. It's not too terrible, considering that they're, you know, they're, that's a kind of a beefy figure. Yeah. Um, and it comes with all the accessories. It comes with TurtleCom, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize this, but <laughs> we say that they're Playmates 2.0. I, they really leaned into that, because not only... Do they look like the old Playmates figures? But the they have a they have a weapons rack. They come with a weapons rack. Yeah. In yeah. addition to proper painted weapons. Yeah, I really dig that. It's so bizarre from it's so bizarre to me. It's cool, but it's so bizarre. Yeah. So if you missed out on those the first time around, grab them now. Who this is this this might be their last hail mary. It basically says, we're going to do this for you. But we're not going to do it again. Is what it sounds like. I don't know. It, as long as it's uh, printing money, you know. Yeah. Well, we've learned anything from from toy manufacturers that it doesn't matter if it prints money. They don't care, Jeff. Well, since they're, I think, more independent, um, they can maybe do that more than like you know your big big corporation. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, we have one more news story yeah it's kind of funky um uh i was well i should say it's funky footwear um (laughs) the people at bullairs.com will be selling 
Ninja Turtle shoes. Yeah, yeah. So I did some research on this. I don't think it's the people. I think it's just a dude. Oh, well, hey. I think it's just a dude named Tom uh, Tom Bullman. He is super into creating custom Nike Air 1s. And I don't know, Jeff, I don't know what you know about the, uh, like, sneaker culture. I don't know. I, I admittedly don't know that much. But I do know that this is, like, a common thing. What you do is you get, like, you special order a bunch of, like, custom-colored Nike Air 1s. And then when they come in, you then add an additional customization to them and sell them individually. Like, you know, as, like, a... You know, like almost like a hand drawn on the side or, you know, you add wings to the back of it. And then it's 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 like a common thing. And it's really, really cool. And it and it ends up creating these very specialized, you know, maybe 100 or 200 of a kind piece of, I, I guess, swag. Yeah. Yeah. And in, in this case, uh, it's like some beautiful green and brown. That's a weird phrase to say but a beautiful green and brown nike air one that he customizes with a bull airs which is his brand name a bull airs logo on the tongue and more importantly the nike swooshes are turtle masks that's really freaking dope yeah uh and and like if you look at the original post like he's already ordered and and had the the turtle masks created uh that are that are, that are the nike swooshes so his process will be getting these shoes in and replacing the swooshes. Yeah. So it's it's like, it's not just the mask though. Like you see their eyes and a little bit of their beak. Yeah. As it were, uh, as well. So very much the, the 87, uh, cartoon versions. Oh yeah, absolutely. And all four turtles are included on both shoes because shoes have two sides and there are four turtles. That's great. Yeah, it's real, real cool. Uh, it's great instead of making you buy, like, you know, two pair just to get, you know, <laughs> all the ones like, you know, mm-hmm. corporations would do. That's true. If this was this if this was a le- legit Nike thing, then, yeah. Like, it's not showing who's on the other side. Like, I'm trying to figure out, like, who, you know, would be opposite Raph. I would think it would be Leo and then Don and Mike. Um, well, looking at the, the swooshes, uh, it looks like it's Raph and, Raph and Don. Okay. Because the swooshes are in a specific direction. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see it now. Yeah. So, that's cool. They are expensive, but it is a custom Nike Air shoe. It's going to be expensive, like... These things are going. Th- these things look. Actually, it looks like they might be sold out. I wouldn't doubt it. They might be sold out already. That's wild, man. They weren't sold out yesterday when I put put this on our Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, they're they are sold out of every single size. Uh, and they were six hundred bucks a piece. <laughs> yeah. No. Nope. I, for I look, I was. I was for for a second there. Oh, what? <laughs> I for a second there I was like, eh, how long is it till taxes? Or, or, 
Okay, well, it'll be seven more months. Fund yeah, like, turtles. technically, I could flip these in two years. Not that I would. I'd be that idiot who doesn't flip the thing that I could make thousands of dollars on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 600 bucks. They're sold out now. Sorry you can't get them. Hopefully you saw my post, or hopefully if you're a sneaker guy, you saw these and said, yeah, dude. But or regardless. sold, you know, uh some non-essential organs or blood or bone marrow and just like, Hey, I need to get some freaking over, you know, uh, price sneakers, um, to not wear and put up on the shelf and, and just oogle. Cause some people do do that. I mean, Hey, everybody yeah. collects something. There's something for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. um, and from what I understand, this guy's still new in the custom air Jordan game, uh, more established, Air Jordan customizers, uh, yeah. their their works go for like twelve hundred, fifteen hundred bucks. Wow, Way just too for a more. pair of shoes. Yeah. Um. Side note, it says here the pre-order will only be up from May seventeenth, which was yesterday, to May twenty fourth, and sold out within twenty four hours. Uh, after that, normal price will be nine hundred dollars shipping and handling. $900 shipping, I guess, plus shipping handling. Um, so I guess all hope is not lost. If you absolutely have to have these, there's a yeah. path for that, but you'll have to pay closer attention and catch them when they come back on his site. That's bullairs.com. I would imagine there'd be like so many like wives be like, you spent what on what? <laughs> Y'all be in the doghouse for a while. Doing yeah, that. yeah. And and and, and the, the follow up to that is, and you're not even gonna wear them. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna wear a six hundred pair, six hundred dollar pair of shoes. You, you put them on the once. Movie premiere, and that's it. You put them on once for the photo, for like for, to, to to take a photo of them on your feet, and then they sit in a box, and every once in a while you pull them out and go, hmm, cool. Yeah. Uh, that's it for news. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to our main topic. But first, let's take a break. Climb aboard for adventure. Your traveling companions are fellow fans of Doctor Who. That's right. It's the podcast Discussing Who, exploring the worlds of Doctor Who, past, present, and future. Find out more at DiscussingWho.com And we're back. Uh, it's time for our main topic, which, this being episode 65, means we're talking about a character spotlight. Jeff, who are we spotlighting this episode? We are talking about one of our favorite villains in the Ninja Turtle universe, the Rat King. The Rat King. Yes. Uh, so I was doing some uh, some research on on the Rat King. And did you know that Rat King is a thing? Like, it's not what? just a turtle thing. Wait, what? Yeah. I mean, I imagine there's lots of Rat Kings living under underground in New York. Like, <laughs> legit for real. Are the kids Rat Kinging 
uh, Sergio? Are they they doing the? <laughs> Is that like a TikTok thing? No. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> No, no, here's here's from directly from Wikipedia what a rat king is. A rat king is a collection of rats whose tails are intertwined and bound together by one of several possible mechanisms, such as entangling material like hair or sticky substances such as sap, gum, or getting tied together. So basically it's a bunch of rats that are stuck together by their tails. That's not a rat king, that's a pinwheel. That's a rat king. That's dumb. It's frightening. Imagine imagine coming up on a rat king in real life. Like you're walking down the street and there's like ten rats just tied together at the tail because of happenstance. I, I can't even imagine a scenario where one would actually see this in real life unless there's like photographic evidence that was not doctored. I don't know, man. All you kids out there with your TikToks, find us the Rat King. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's – Oh, get your do not. Shot first. Oh, my God. Do not – don't Google Rat King without putting TMNT after it. Let's just say that. The image yeah. search is frightening. We warned you. Man. Well, Boy, did we warn you. <laughs> the Rat King. So we're going to talk about this guy. He's been in – Pretty much every major version of the Turtles outside of, like, the movies and Rise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, But when it comes to cartoons and comic books, he's all over the place. Oh, yeah. Uh, Very, very different versions of him each time. Managed to debut in 1988 in Tales of the Ninja Turtles, Tales of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, number four. Uh, that is a book that we've covered. We we talked about it. Uh, it's it's a weird book. It's very very odd, but it's yeah. fitting. Yeah, it's very it's very fitting. The the the, the Rat King has always has been a very mysterious character for a very long time, and specifically that version of him uh, is is very. They, they keep it very close to the chest as to whether or not he's real. Yeah. Um. He. The, and now keep in mind. 1988 is pretty deep into the Mirage run. If, if the first book was written or the first book was published in 1984 and the TV show debuted in 1987, technically this like the Rat King was created after the TV show. Hmm. I'm, I'm no, I'm saying that as fact. I'm not pitching that as a <laughs> you know, possibility. However, he was not created after the TV show version of the Rat King. The TV show version of the Rat King did not uh, appear until 1989. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Jim Lawson is actually credited with creating the Rat King. Yeah. Now, mind you, we don't know enough about the the inner workings of Mirage and Playmates and... uh, Fred Wolf and, and all that. It's very possible the Rat King's character fell out of those discussions on how do we make villains for the turtles. Yeah. Because he was one of the one of the early action figures. Man, was he ugly. Dude, that that version of the Rat King is cool. I mean, I still got the figure. Like I, I vividly think, remember getting it. I think I had I'm 
pretty sure I have it. Well, no, I definitely have it on card because I have a, a Rat King for the original cartoon show. I've got the Rat King for the 2K3 show. I've got the Rat King for the 2012 show. And I think, yes, I do. And I do have the, the, the new NECA Rat King. So I don't know if I have him like open because I have a lot of them open. I don't know if I have, I have him. Right. Uh, what are your thoughts on the the Rat King in the original cartoon? Like, I really liked him in the original the original cartoon. You know, he had kind of that. Uh, it was voiced by Townsend Coleman, and he had kind of like that almost uh, Clint Eastwood sounding voice, or maybe more like Jack Palance, uh, old school actor. Um, yeah. And, uh, I mean, I, you know, he was only in about, what, 10 episodes out of 200? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy to me. (laughs) You know, it's like, it's like having, um, uh, it's like in Get Smart and, like, the main villain, Siegfried, was only in 14 episodes out of, like, five, five seasons or so. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Oh, wow. What a timely reference. Well, it's one of my favorite shows, but like that—that that would be the most apt comparison that I could give you um, for like a, a pretty significant bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just—it's—it's it's so weird. But I really, I really liked him on the cartoon, um, especially when he got, you know, in, during the Red Sky season where he got kind of like, you know, oh, he's not to be messed with. You know, because he was kind of a pushover a little bit in a couple of episodes. Um, I, I don't think, like, I don't remember the Red Sky seasons at all. Yeah. All I remember is him being in the opening and me going, whoa, that's a cool looking Brad King. Yeah. Because he had yeah. like a like a hat. Full trench coat, weapons, and everything. Yeah, like, like it's, it's like he grew up and he was like, I'm, I'm like... I'm now the rodent master. Like basically, uh, I, I'm really excited to get to those because most of those are going to be very fresh for me. Yeah. And I've watched those like so many times. Um, let's see. Did he, let's see. Did he have a name in the TV series or was he just rat King? He's just rat King. He's just rat King. Uh, cause, yeah. cause I know that in the Archie comics, which technically are based on the, television show we talked about those last episode actually um he had a name it was han hantan hantan that's weird yeah i i don't i I don't know how to pronounce it obviously and i don't think it's ever been said out loud um but yeah he he like he was in you know in in some of the initial issues uh, but he came back for a significant role uh a significant trilogy, uh, the, the future shark trilogy, which is one we haven't talked about yet. Um, but future shark tr- trilogy growing up was like, that was peak comic book for me. Oh yeah. Like it doesn't get cooler than Ninja turtles in the future fighting a shark. Like it's like James Bond level. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, we'll, we'll get to that when we get to that. Let's, t- let's, let's jump forward. So in, uh, in phase one, uh, our you know turtles phase one, which is everything until Kevin East, everything until the Kevin Eastman buyout. There's those are really the only two or 
three, if you count the Archie comics, uh, three versions of the Rat King. Yeah. Is that, is that safe to say? Yeah. Uh, he was in the he was in the video games. He was in two games. He was in Turtles in Time on the um, what was that thing with the eels? Um, it was like a jet ski with eels on it, like electric eels. Oh, I, the the foot foot ski. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Hang on. Yep. Yep. Is it purple? It's like a bluish. I've got that thing. Yeah. Yeah, I've got that thing. Yeah. 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 So he shows up in in Turtles in Time in the sewer stage, uh, riding the foot ski. Um, and that was a that was a pretty that was a pretty fun fight, and he looked you know on point to uh the cartoon, um, as he should. Um, and then he showed up in Turtles Tournament Fighter for Super Nintendo, looking like a weird cross between Schwarzenegger and Guile, and maybe, no, Schwarzenegger and Zangief from Street, Fair, Street, bleh, from Street Fighter. Oh, wow. Because, like, he would do, like, this weird move, like, Red Bomber, and I was like, no, leave me alone. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Yeah, like he didn't throw soda bombs or anything, you know, didn't throw rats at people or anything like that, which would have been fun. Um, you know, but yeah, for to, uh, that's that's about that's about it. Um, I don't recall him being in any of the Game Boy games. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Hmm. Well. The next major version of uh, the Rat King that we got uh, was in the 2K3 series. Okay. And admittedly, I don't remember much about the Rat King in the 2K3 series. Do you? No. Um, mainly because like there was a uh, it's been such a long time and I not having access to those um you know, through DVD sets or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, over the last chunk of years, it's been a really long time since I've seen that episode. And I want to say it played out almost exactly like the first appearance in the comics. Hmm. Kind of. Kind of. I, I don't know. This. I mean, I could be wrong. I'm, I could be definitely wrong, which is fine. Yeah, like... I don't remember much about the two 2K3 um, Rat King, uh, but, but what I do remember is that the episode where he is prominently featured as the Rat King uh, is entitled I Monster. Uh, I Monster is also the name of the book where he made his debut in Mirage. So there's a lot of overlap there, just like there was. there's a lot of overlap when it comes to the stories uh, and their translations into the 2K3 series. Mm-hmm. What... I don't remember what, what I did some research. Turns out that version of the Rat King was a robot that was previously seen as the character Slayer, which I don't remember at all. I mean, I don't either, just because I didn't like super follow every episode every week, you know, on Saturday morning. And then again, not having access um, to, to box sets or not remembering what box you know what single release with like 
four or five episodes had it on it. Yeah. Um, so it's just it's just been a really long time. It, it definitely has been a very long time. Uh, th- it looks like the the character of the Slayer debuted in uh, like late season three, hmm. and the Rat King proper debuted in season four. So it's pretty deep into the series, but uh, I, I do vividly remember I Mo- the episode of I Monster is very similar to the episode or to the to the comic book I Monster, which I, at the time I very much appreciated. Yeah, uh, being a, you know being a, a dude who at this point was knee deep in reading the original comics, uh, the original original comics, and basically pouring through each issue that is based on an episode of being like oh oh that's cool they got that right oh you know just being that guy yeah because i was that guy for a short period of time there uh but he was only in one other episode i believe uh and it was the the finale of the whole show uh the 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 one where april and casey get 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 married uh spoiler alert april and casey get married in 2k3 yeah but apparently he was secretly watching uh, the wedding from afar, which admittedly, of course, has been a long time since I've uh, watched that as well. Uh, but it also reminds me how much of Mirage Volume Four have you read? Um, you know, I've kind of been going along as we, you know, as we do them. Okay, okay. So, so Volume Four is going to be rather fresh. When yeah. we get to it, because yeah. th- there is a the, the reason I say the reason I bring it up is because there is a very major event in volume four where the Rat King is spying on a character similar Man. to, you know, you know, secretly watching Casey and April's wedding. That's not the case in in volume four. That's not what he's secretly watching. But he he, he does show up in volume four at a very, very important issue. Why he creeping? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Just kind of the ever-present creeper in the background. It's like, oh yeah. Uh, you gonna eat that pizza? <laughs> I feed it to my feed it to my rats. <laughs> uh, let me get them, let me get them leftover crusts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was in the 2012 series. Uh, he was the character of. Victor Falco. That was really freaking cool. Yeah, yeah. I, th- that one I do remember. That was the episode Monkey Brains. Uh, we find out that the doctor had has, had gone crazy, and by the end of the episode, he had turned himself into the Rat King. And, like, that's a cool version of the Rat King. Yeah. Uh, so and Jeffrey, Jeffrey Combs? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what a brilliant actor to get to portray him because he just does that that voice was just so perfect for him yeah yeah and 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 the way the rat king looks in in this version is almost grim reapery almost like scarecrow in like the fourth season of uh batman animated yeah yeah that's that's another that's a good pull yes absolutely um and because of the, the the technology that they use to make that show they were finally able to properly leverage rats. A lot of them. You know, because because, yeah, there's a whole bunch of rats in that in, in that episode or in the episodes where he's the Rat King. Yeah. And there was some creepy stuff. 
in those episodes, man, that just freaked me out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, and I guess the, the, this kind of brings me to my, my – I guess my chief complaint when it comes to the Rat King is the Turtles' master is a rat. Yeah. And you have a character named the Rat King. So there's a lot you could do with that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in, in some versions, it's he's able to control rats and he's able to control the, you know, uh, Splinter. In some versions, he just kind of haunts uh, Splinter's dreams. They, they, they never really like nail Freddy down. Kruger. What's that? He, he Freddy Krueger creeping. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, they never really nail down what this guy's powers are. And if he has powers or if he's just real dirty and loves rats, like pick a lane because so much cool stuff could be done yeah, with the I, character. Well, yeah, well, I feel like they they picked a lane in, in the 2012 series. Oh, yes, yes. In, in that one, like that, the 2012 Rat King is probably the most fleshed out of them all. Yeah. But it took what at that point, that's what, 20 years, 25 years worth of Rat Kings. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's just a little disappointing, man. Like he's definitely underutilized and we need yeah. more of him. I want him in a movie. Dude, a, a rat King as like a secondary villain in a turtles movie would be awesome. Yeah. And uh, you know, uh, uh, Clint was old enough to play him now. So you could have that creepy <laughs> old man voice. <laughs> I'd be fine with, uh, his son playing it. What's, yeah. it, what's his name? Scott? Scott East, Eastwood? Yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah. But it's it's just, it's, there's so much promise. You know, it's it's kind of like Leatherhead. Like Leatherhead, you want so much from these characters, but they're not given enough screen time or enough dedicated episodes to really do anything with. Yeah. They just kind of show up so they can sell an action figure, and then they disappear for three seasons. It. it yeah, it. I mean, it, it. It's a shame because he's a fun character. Yeah, yeah. Um, with that said, as as we as all these character spotlights always turn into the the exact same thing at the end of them, and that is our favorite version of the ra- of of the character always ends up being IDW. Now you haven't read anything that has the Rat King in IDW. I have not. And I'm going to try to high level uh, explain it without actually giving away hard spoilers. Okay. There is a family of of mystic beings in the IDW series that have lived for centuries as kind of they kind of just kind of watch over humanity. They they. they aren't humans and they seem to be immortal until you kill them. And we're not even sure if they can die, but wait, okay. They don't become Highlanders. No, 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 no. This isn't a Highlander situation, but the rat King is one of them. And all these characters are kind of playing this, this game of chess with humanity. So, like, one will pop down and influence humans to do a certain thing, and boom, the Holocaust happens. Oof. Now, right. that, that's – I'm not saying that's what happens in the in the comic book, but it's that's the kind of thing that 
that's the kind of influence they have. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Rat King almost takes a Loki-style trickster god uh, persona mm-hmm. in IDW uh, when it comes to his family and how he interacts with the turtles and the gr- the grander story that's happening. So, as I as I telegraphed before, that version of the Rat King is amazing, and my favorite. Ooh. See, I'm just I'm not there yet. Yeah, no. yeah. Uh, we're almost there, I think. I think we're pretty close to the, the the Rat King's debut, or at least the Pantheon. I think is what I think is what the, that collection of godlike beings are called. Um, yeah. But the IDW Rat King is 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 wonderful, uh, and he's always kind of just that wild card that the writer has in their back pocket, mm-hmm. to where it's like, hey, this story is going this way. Oh yeah, and by the way, the Rat King's here. And suddenly things go astray. You gonna eat that leftover crust? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so like he's just he's kind of weaved in, and and it's it's really just wonderfully done. And uh, I I really can't wait to get to that with you. Yeah. Outside of that, like as much as I love the Rat King as a concept and as a character design and as a as, as just a as a big meat sack of potential. <laughs> he just underwhelms over and over and over. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Okay. So, okay. I have a, I have a good, um, uh, correlation. Okay. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Comparison. No, uh, com- I have a great comparison. It's a lot like Baxter where he was, you know, he was there in iterations and, and so on and so forth. You know, he's a fly here, you know, he's whatever here is whatever there. And <clears throat> excuse me. And then you give it, you know, and again, it's going to sound like, you know, I'm, I'm playing favorites with IDW, but it, it it's just when it's done so good, they flashed Baxter out perfectly and they gave us more depth, more character than any of the other iterations. And that's what you want in all of this stuff is going forward. Like, how do we make these characters significantly different from the other iterations? And as you sa- said, the IDW one is your favorite. I'm sure that's probably going to be mine, too. Um, <laughs> and it's all about, you know, tapping into like, let's just, don't give us we love the Shredder, but don't give us another Shredder story. We've seen it in the movies or whatever. We just give us something different. Yeah. You know? Yep. And I just, yeah, I feel that he has been kind of underutilized until IDW got his hands on him from what, and I'm going just off what you, what you're saying. It sounds fascinating and I cannot wait to freaking read that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Like I want more rat King and the downside is that any kind of reboot that gets thrown out there, whether it's a TV show or a movie or whatever, before they can even touch the Rat King or Baxter or Leatherhead or any of these other secondary or tertiary characters, you have to go through the Shredder first. Yeah, well, that is true. And that's exhausting. A bit, yeah. Yeah, and and you know we we haven't been shy about that, uh, 
in past episodes. So I don't know. I don't know. Like, what if? What if though? What? What if Seth Rogen's movie has the Rat King in it, man? That would be dope. What? What if? Like, you know, as worried as I am about what he's going to do, I've seen what he can do, like working on The Boys and other projects. I think we're going to be in for a surprise. I really, really hope so. Yeah. And that would be dope if the Rat King showed up. Yeah, as I said, it, it, a secondary villain in the, in the movie. Like, there can be two. We've seen Batman movies. There's usually two villains. Yeah. If it's done right, yeah. Yeah. You don't want to get it too cluttered up. Yeah. Uh, that, but what else do you have to say about the Rat King? Like, I, I really wish he had been in more of the games. The, the the second Game Boy game, Turtles uh, TMNT Back to the Sewer, that would have been perfect. <laughs> perfect for him to show up. He lives in the freaking sewer. It's true. It's true. You know, and you could have fought freaking rats the whole time. Um, But, you know. Okay. Eh. Okay. Okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. And if and IDW, if you're listening... Feel free to take this idea. Same thing, Seth Rogen. I'll put this in your email inbox. You can use this if, if you want. So you have the Turtles, who obviously are the stars of the movie or comic book, right? But you have two two evil sides. One side is 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 the Rat King, and he wants destruction of the city that has shunned him his entire life, right? Ooh. And he uses the rats to destroy buildings and, and topple topple skyscrapers with absolutely no warning. On the other side, Baxter Stockman, fueled by greed, is doing the same thing with his army of Mausers in order to steal, of course, all the money from the banks like he always does. That's his thing. But also to win over the people of the city by killing these the, these rats and and it ends up being like rats versus mausers and the turtles are caught in the middle that sounds flipping dope and instead of second time around burning down it collapses because rats eat out the like the 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 uh the structure the foundation foundation yeah i dude i'm all in I'm telling you man this sounds great so it's, it's, you can contact us if you have questions about my plot. Uh, we are on Instagram, <laughs> Shellheads Podcast. <laughs> we're on Facebook, Shellheads Podcast. And uh, reality, you don't even have to give me a writing credit. Just drop me a few thou, couple k. Be nice. We'll divide thanks that, at the end. We'll divide that accordingly. Okay, then make that eight grand. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I do want to add, though, any time that the Rat King would show up in the 80s cartoon, those are some of my favorite episodes. Like, he would show up, what was it, the Great Baldini? Yeah, he showed up at, like, really random moments where you wouldn't expect that the Rat King would be there. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, hey, guys, what's going on? I was like, oh, wait, what are you doing here? <laughs> are you a lover of fine art? Why not? And Why not? Burning and you know into a rat. That was well. Yep. That was fitting. 
<laughs> Did he do that? Yeah. I don't remember. Have we watched that? I don't think so. Where Rats from Channel 6. Doesn't he come with a rat head in the... Um... He does. Yeah, like the, the, the two-pack is the Rat King versus Vernon. That's a season four episode. That's why we haven't uh, gotten oh. it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I guess we'll cover that when we get to it. It's a 1990 episode. So, Jeff, do you have any idea what we're covering next time? Not a character spotlight? It's not a character spotlight. Oh, don't you know exactly what our next episode is, Jeff. Don't, don't. Don't try to hide. I'm not hiding anything. It's, oh, wait. It's, is this, it's the episode is this you've the, been... Is this big reunion episode? It is It is our big reunion episode. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. no. We're, we're, me and you are going to sit across the table from each other, mano a mano, and uh, tear down a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles... I, you can't see me, but I'm doing the air quotes. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Because we will be watching the 2014 uh, Platinum Dunes film. Can we just watch Next Mutation again instead? I'd rather watch that. No, it's better. Dude, no. It's it's better than Next Mutation. Ooh, by, a long, by a long shot. <laughs> it's oh. not a good movie. But I would watch it three times in a row before I would put another episode of Next Mutation into my TV. Oof. Yeah. Well, you know, as long as we, you know, I'll be bringing pizza. That'll be at least one good thing. And I'll and I'll I'll bring my Blu-ray. <laughs> uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I haven't seen you in what a year and a half almost. Yeah. Yep. We're all we're both uh fully vaccinated and That's true. That's true. All good to go. Yeah. You'll get to, you'll finally get to see all the stuff that's been in my box. Yeah. Uh, you'll get to play the, 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 the arcade game. Yeah, and if yeah. Junior's awake I get to meet Junior. His name's not Junior, but uh, yes. You know what I'm talking about. I of course I know what you're talking about. Uh well Jeff, between now and then where can we find you? As always, Sergio, you can find me at the Warp Zone Arcade, Brandon, Mississippi's premier arcade. We specialize in retro games, uh, including Neo Geo classics like Metal Slug, Fatal Fury, King of Fighters, Windjammers, uh, so much more. Um, uh, and you can come and check out our vintage arcade cabinet uh, for all that goodness. Uh, we also do birthday parties, tournaments, and more. Um, you can find us on Facebook. Um, look for the Circle Controller logo and give us a follow uh, and like. And where can we find you, Sergio? You can find me on realitybreached.com or, or all of Reality Breach's social uh, accounts. Um, or, or like as I've been plugging for uh the past few months debriefing and cocktails uh, that is that is our james bond podcast we're tearing through every single james bond movie uh all leading up to the big release of no time to die later this year and having ever seen those movies before like this is this is a fun adventure for me 
Yeah. I know yeah. all those movies very, very well. There's a lot of really bad James Bond movies. There are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite part of this podcast that we're doing is at the very end, we're ranking all of them. So, like, after we watch one, we then put it on the ranking. Like, where of the ones we have watched would you rank this? And we have, like, a running rank, and then we, we argue about it almost every episode. So that's fun. Yeah. Uh, that'll do it. Uh, I thank everyone. Uh, for listening uh, be sure to subscribe if you aren't already uh, via itunes uh, spotify or your favorite podcast player uh, visit itunes and give us a give us a, a rating five stars or write a little paragraph about how great or how bad we are like we appreciate I feedback how, i would say how great <laughs> let's, let's keep it positive here if you if you, you enjoy go. what you've what you've heard, uh, please give us a fantastic five star review. Uh, we would I, I, w- I would hope if they if they hated us, they would have turned us off by now, right? Probably. Here's to hoping. But we're Either charming. Way. How can you hate us? <laughs> yeah. I'm Jeff. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Oh, and I, I've ne- why have we never thought to do this? Uh, if anyone has any questions, send us questions. You can message us on on either Instagram or Facebook. Uh, you can even send a message to the Reality Breached Twitter handle if if you know if if for some reason you can't find the other ones. Reality Breach will take that uh, that question. We want to hear what you have to say. What are your thoughts on the Rat King? What are your thoughts on Ninja Turtles? Did I get something wrong? Do you hate my opinion on the Shredder? Give it to me. That's what I want to know. Yeah, let him have it. Yeah, be nice to Jeff. He's a sweetheart. Yeah, see. let me have it. (laughs) All right. Until next time, I'm Sergio. I'm Jeff. And we're Shellheads. miss an episode of the Shellheads podcast, visit realitybreach.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts.